Today on Locked On Rockies, stop me if you've heard this one before. Clayton Kershaw and the Los Angeles Dodgers dominate the Colorado Rockies. You are Locked On Rockies, your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Locked On Rockies fans, welcome to the Locked On Rockies podcast for today, the 28th day of June in the year 2023. I am your host of the Locked On Rockies podcast, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team each and every day. And if your team is the Colorado Rockies, guess what? You're in the right spot because that's what we do around here is talk about the Colorado Rockies each and every day. Want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Shout outs to my everydayers out there. Be part of the show when you subscribe to Locked On Rockies on YouTube. You can be part of the live chat. You can fire off your comments, your hot takes, your questions about the Colorado Rockies, and we'd be happy to answer them. You can find Locked On Rockies on all your favorite streaming services. You can find it on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app as well. You can also get your play-by-play coverage of the Colorado Rockies there as well. Just search Colorado Rockies and you'll be taken to where you need to go. Today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I'm your Rockies fan extraordinaire, Paul Holden, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies podcast. And what are we talking about today? Two key veterans for this Rockies team that, plain and simple, There's really no gray area here. C.J. Crone and Chris Bryant have to ignite this Rockies offense. They have to be leaders. And how confident are we going to see them do this? Especially when it comes to injury history, things of that nature. We'll also talk about yet another example of the Rockies being outmatched and outclassed by division opponents and opponents in Major League Baseball because, yet again, we retreated to another reminder that the Dodgers are the big brother. The Dodgers are the bullies. The Dodgers have the Rockies number and will continue to have the Rockies number until something changes. What changes? I don't know. But... That is uh, what we're talking about today on the pod. So, the Colorado Rockies are getting two veterans back. One's already back. One should be back sooner rather than later, as long as he doesn't continue to miss flights and have them canceled on him. CJ Crone returns to the Colorado Rockies and uh, gets back into the lineup after his back spasms set, uh, sat him down. For most of the night there, uh, he goes 0 for 3 in yesterday's ball game. And... Uh, Here's the deal when it comes to C.J. Crone. It's plain and simple. It's absolutely plain and simple with Chris Bryant. Or not, well, not so much with Chris Bryant, with C.J. Crone. C.J. Crone has to start contributing. C.J. Crone's bat and power needs to be something that comes back and is featured. In, instead of the continued downtrend and the continued lack of production that we've seen now for about a year since the uh, going into the All-Star game, uh, and since he was uh, having one of his best careers, uh, uh, stretches of his career there in 2022. CJ Crone and his role on this team depends on his offensive output, and the Rockies desperately need him. The Rockies need people that can get to 20 home runs. There are teams, we've talked, the, the issue continues to mount and mount and mount. The lack of power 
on the Colorado Rockies is continuing to be a problem. The Rockies are not driving in runs like they should and need to, and it's just directly associated with the fact that this team, again, is lacking in significant amounts of power, and especially from these two key guys. Chris Bryant and his different swing and different approach and whatever the heck is going on in terms of, and plus on all the injuries with him, is one thing. But we know C.J. Crone and Power are his part of the thing. C.J. Crone has only hit, uh, let's see, what is it, six home runs this year? Six home runs. He hit 29 last year. He hit 28 the year before that. He hit 25 in 2019 for Minnesota. So here's the Rockies will not be able to fight back in games. And just look at the way it went yesterday. The Rockies were were, were kind of close. They were doing these things. They were, but... Dodgers go yard. Dodgers keep chipping away with the long ball. That's the importance of having veterans that like J.D. Martinez on your team. What does J.D. Martinez do for the Dodgers? Hits home runs. He hits tanks. That's what he does. That's what he's always done. The Rockies really don't have that. And especially when you're looking at C.J. Crone, it's he's not even really being that guy. J.D. Martinez has 12 more home runs than, than C.J. Crone this year. And that, that's 12 more home runs in less than, and about 100 more at-bats. I mean, yes, C.J. Crone's been injured, but that's impact veteran power. J.D. Martinez, a guy who is, is still doing damage and swinging and hitting the long ball at 35. J.D. Martinez is two years older than, than C.J. Crone, and he is a prime example of a guy that, to stick around, to continue to play a role on a team like the Dodgers, what do you need to do? You need to drive in and be an offensive juggernaut. 35 runs scored for J.D. Martinez this year. 51 RBI, an OBP of 304, slugging 579, an OPS of 883, and an OPS plus of 130. That's a line that a veteran stays in your lineup and is going to be the power bat that you can consistently rely on. Not 223 batting average, 272 OBP, a 417 slugging, and an OPS of 689, and an OPS plus of 76. The Rockies veterans that they are counting on to be key pieces of their offense, one, can't stay healthy, and two, aren't statistically performing the way that other veterans are, especially when you're looking at a team like the Dodgers, who is who can continue to get production from these players. The Dodgers don't play in Coors Field all the time. The Dodgers aren't in this, blah, blah, blah. The offensive numbers for the Rockies, go against completely everything that this team has in terms of a narrative and an outside perception. This Rockies offense stinks more, more, more often than not. This Rockies offense is underwhelming, underperforming, and lacks serious power. The Rockies don't have anyone that has hit anywhere near the amount of home runs as J.D. Martinez. I believe the Rockies only have a couple of people in... Uh, in double digits, if only one in this season right now. Let me take a quick look here at the current home runs hit by the Rockies. And when yes, it's and power is more than home runs, sure. But this is a team that only's got one guy who has hit double digit home runs, and that's Ryan McMahon. Just JD Martinez alone has more home runs than 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 Ryan McMahon, Elias Diaz, Ezekiel Tofar, CJ Crone, Brenton Doyle, Nolan Jones, Charlie Blackman, Chris Bryant, Mike Mustakas when he's on the team, Randall Gritchick, Aileris Montero, Jorge Alfaro. I know that the there's grains of salt sprinkled into some of those those players and names that I've listed, but though that's the Rockies offense, folks. 
Those are Rocky starters, and the Rockies are left in the dust when it comes to power numbers. There is no Rockies player. Only one Rockies player is slugging over 500 right now. Ryan McMahon is close. Same with Elias Diaz. But the, the fourth highest slugging percentage on the Rockies is no longer on the team. The power issues are great. And I've not seen enough from CJ Crone since the All-Star break of last year to be confident in that. And I certainly have not seen enough from the Rockies' big contract signing of Chris Bryant and power. Chris Bryant has not come to Coors Field and, and saw an increase in power, seen an increase in this. He's lacing singles into the shallow outfield. That's not what I want to see Chris Bryant do. That's not why the Rockies are paying Chris Bryant the money that they are. The power needs to come back for these two guys or else you have serious questions like, what are we doing? If CJ Crone is not hitting home runs and is not driving in runs to a, on an 100 RBI pace, probably not going to happen now with missing a month. So Okay, so let's take away um, an 80 RBI pace, something like that for CJ Crone. He has to be doing that or else his, he, he's not playing his role on the team and needs to be replaced by people that need to get more at-bats. If C.J. Crone isn't going to produce with power, his, he's not a wizard at first-base defense, and he's really just not doing what he's supposed to be doing. And that also transfers for Chris Bryant. I have less faith in the power of Chris Bryant and the ability for Chris Bryant to start hitting the ball out of the yard than I do C.J. Crone. C.J. Crone's just more, more of an option that could be traded. But if C.J. Crone isn't performing, it's not going to be outside an outlandish idea to think that if he doesn't perform and he keeps at this streak, he could be DFA'd. Another mistake when the Rockies could have traded him last year at the height of his of, of, of this stretch of ball form. So when the question comes up about can we count on C.J. Crone and Chris Bryant to help this offense, my answer right now is no. I don't think either one of these players is giving you enough right now at this state in the season to sit there and say, I, I feel fully confident that CJ Crone and Chris Bryant are going and their return is going to jumpstart this Rockies offense. I think they, they, they have the ability and opportunity to score more runs. Sure. But when you're talking about power, kickstarting an offense, really driving up and scoring runs and flipping the script of, of where the Rockies land statistically across baseball, I don't think these two guys are the ones that we, I don't, I'm not fully confident that these are the guys that, that are going to get it done. And that's unfortunate because Chris Bryant is supposed to be the de facto leader. He's supposed to be leading in statistical categories. He's supposed to be leading on the field. We can't even get Chris Bryant to stay on the field for more than a month at a time. And CJ Crone, he's getting in the way of the future of the team if he continues to underperform. These two veterans have to step up. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The Colorado Rockies need a lot more from CJ Crone and Chris Bryant. When they're sitting there as both negative wins above replacement of according to baseball reference, they're sitting both at negative uh, performances. They're playing below average baseball. Both of them with OPS pluses underneath the hundred and slugging under and just CJ Crone slugging just above 400. And, and, and Chris Bryant is slugging under 400 is on base percentage isn't 400. 
And this is 200 at-bats for Chris Bryant, and it's 130 and 140 at-bats for, for C.J. Crone. They have played. They just have not done anything to make you sit there and say, this is confident. I am confident that C.J. Crone and Chris Bryant and their return is going to mean that this offense is suddenly going to figure everything's out. They might score a little bit more because Chris Bryant has been able to drive in some runs. He does have a 17 RBI on the season. But again, I remind, I, I bring this back up and I go back to it. This is J.D. JD Martinez alone puts both Chris Bryant and C.J. Crone to shame when it comes to offensive and power performance. And that is just one of many reasons why the Rockies are not on the same level as the Dodgers. Let's dive into another reason and talk a little bit more about that. We'll dive into the live chat as well. Coming up here in segment number two of today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Before we do that, though, got to tell you about our friends at Game Time. If you're like me and you know what? Planning ahead, not always the best thing for you. Not always something you're thinking about. Guess what? Game Time's got you covered with last-minute tickets and great deals and their best price guarantee so you can stop stressing over the tickets and get hyped for the fun you'll have, even if it's the day of. You can find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area. And my favorite part about game time is when you're booking those tickets, you get to see where you are sitting. That's right. You get a picture of your seat so you know what you're buying and where you are going to sit. Key when it comes to buying tickets for something like the biggest concert or sporting event in town. Uh, the tickets are sent directly to your phone. You're never going to have to dig through your email. Snag the tickets without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code LOCKEDONMLB for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast for free and streaming on your favorite streaming service live on the Locked On Rockies YouTube channel where you can be part of the show just like Lux Ace and Nicholas Delvo are, some of our everydayers. If you're an everydayer out there, I want to thank you for making us your first listen of the day. And uh, if you want to help the show, your subscription to Locked On Rockies on YouTube, easily the best thing you can do. Huge help to us, helps the show grow, and you can be part of, uh, of the show as well. Uh, we got a couple comments from the live chat. Let's dive into it. Luxe says, honestly, I'd rather watch the Isotopes game tonight than the Rockies. I don't blame you. Uh, let's, uh, let's see here. Uh, Lux Ace also says, to be fair, some of them are young. Some of them we signed late. Most of them have to be injured. We don't expect Zeke to go yard. We want gap shots. Yeah, I mean, we we need to see more. I mean, I want to see the OBP and the slugging go up across the board for the Rockies. It, it, it's not just these guys. But the profile and the reason why of, of the role of CJ Crone and Chris Bryant on this team is supposed to be power. Chris Bryant has not shown that on top of the inability to stay healthy. Both of these players are now have massive health concerns. I mean, they both have missed a month of the season. Chris Bryant, yet again, fades out of your memory as a Rockies fan because he hasn't played in a significant amount of time. These guys are just parts. Of the, when, when They're just a part of the problem. Because let's dive into uh, to, to last night. As Nicholas Delvo adds, we need veterans to step up. I agree. Uh, I, uh, I agree. I mean, it, it really is like these guys have to make adjustments to start leaving the yard. I, I know it's, it's it's not as simple as that, 
but it, it it's it's in their bag. And Grichik's a great example again from live uh, from from Lux Ace in the in the live chat. Uh, Randall Grichik is hitting the ball hard, but he's not leaving the yard. I mean, and that was a big reason of bringing him over. All these the, these people that were supposed to come to Coors Field and start hitting home runs haven't. And then on top of that, the Rockies have to go up against a, a Dodgers team and a pitcher in Clayton Kershaw that once again shows them <laughs> the same old story. How many times has Clayton Kershaw carried a no-hitter against the Rockies past five innings and deep into ballgames? How many times do the Dodgers waltz into Coors Field and make it their own, whether it be fans in the stands or performance on the field? It's the same thing. This team is not gaining ground on the Dodgers. Ever since losing game 163, the Dodgers are, are have taken steps forward or at least stayed the same, whereas the Rockies have continually set themselves backwards and backwards. I hate when the Rockies play the Dodgers. I despise when the Rockies play the Dodgers because it's all on display. All on display. The pitching's better from the Dodgers. The system's better for the Dodgers. The offense is better for the Dodgers. The coaching is better for the Dodgers. It's the same script from the top down. That's what gets so maddening when you hear the comments and such of the front office and when you when you have to gauge the true abilities of the Rockies. There's one benchmark, clear benchmark, that the Rockies have to pass when they are back on the road to success, and it is beating the Dodgers. The Rockies are now 0-3 against the Dodgers on this year, and I believe have been outscored nearly by 20 runs. In those games, let me get you the the actual uh, the actual numbers there uh, that the the Dodgers have outscored the Rockies here so far in 2023. Three games between the uh, these two teams uh, so far this season. The Dodgers have won all three, and they have won all of them by a combined score of 23 to six. So a little less than so so a little less than 20. And that can tri- that that trickles down to your to your run difference uh, across the the, for the across the rest of the uh, of the league and the and the rest of the season as well. But this, it's that's the difference. I mean, and this is a this is a Dodgers team that's banged up too. This is a team that has three people on the sixty day IL and 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 one of their other starters on on the IL. This is a Dodgers team that's dealing and navigating with injuries and is still. 11 game or 10 games above 500. They might still be fighting for a spot in and, and fighting for a, a, a chance there in the, at the top of the NL West, but they're certainly still good enough to keep in the conversation and certainly good enough to deal and manage with these injuries. The Dodgers have adapted. The Dodgers have depth. The Rockies, on the other hand, have been incredibly injured, incredibly banged up, and have continued to plummet. Those are the main differences. That's what you have to look at. The Rockies are nowhere, I mean nowhere, close to the level of the Dodgers. They just aren't. And as Baseball Pig points out, 4-16 against the division this year. CJ Crone and Chris Bryant ain't going to fix that. A fully healthy Rockies team in 2023 isn't going to fix that. The issues continue to mount and they continue to be exploited and on full display when the Rockies play the NL West and especially the Dodgers, and especially the Giants too. 
Those two teams really know how to exploit and defeat and demoralize the Rockies. I don't, I, I just, it, these type of series, as you go through, I, I just don't know how you, how you can come away from this and, and, and sit there and say, when you're analyzing your teams and when you're breaking it down and when you're comparing and when you're looking at the division and when you're looking at the other things, I simply have no clue how the brass in the front office of the Rockies can think that they are even close or on pair to the same level as these other teams. They're a, they differ in approach. They differ in, 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 uh, in operations. And then they, I, I do sit there and wonder like what, if they just scratch their heads and say, what the heck is going on? How are the Dodgers doing that? It's what it feels like. Because that's a Dodgers team that has sustained success 10 years in the playoffs, World Series appearances, deep farm system. There's no rebuilds. There's down years for the Dodgers, and it's not just spending money. Sure, the, Do- the, the Dodgers are the, the second biggest baseball team. Yes, that, that's part of it. But look at the Giants. Look at the Diamondbacks. Look at these teams getting better all while the Rockies continue to, to, to do nothing. And again, I'm, I'm kind of just prefacing this because I'm setting myself up for this Rockies team to just roll it on through the whole season. Just trading Mike Moustakis doesn't build a lot of confidence to me that this team is going to make the changes it needs to make to become a better baseball team. Because there are teams that are models, there are examples that are on full display and come through Coors Field and you go through every year because the NL West is a very top-heavy division while the Colorado Rockies are being left further and further behind. Same with the Padres. <laughs> but Lux Ace, this is, it's, that's the question. How are we supposed to make noise in Major League Baseball if we can't in our own division? If you, and, and, and you can say it's the West, it's good, it's blah, blah, blah. But if you want to be the best, if you want to win the World Series... You have to beat these teams. You have to go through these teams. Why did the Rockies make the playoffs in the past? It's because they dominated the, they they were good against the NOS. I don't know if it dominates necessarily the, the, the right word, but they were good and winning and successful against the NOS. And that's not been the case since game 163 and since the playoff push. The divide and the gap between the Rockies and the NOS and especially the Dodgers continues to grow. On top of another performance where Clayton Kershaw strolls right on into Coors Field and has absolutely no problem dispensing this Colorado Rockies team. Those, the the Dodgers veterans are doing what the Rockies need their veterans to do. The Dodgers veterans are stepping up and being the consistent pieces that they need them to be as they navigate and deal with a wacky and and injury-fold season. And the Dodgers have been able to navigate and manage that to still being 10 games above 500 instead of approaching 20 games below 500. The Rockies lose tonight. They will be 20 games below 500, and they will fall to 18 and 22 at home. Coors Field is not a weapon nor a strength for the Rockies. Right now, it is serving as a weakness and as an ignition point 
for other teams' offenses. Speaking of that game, speaking of tonight, speaking of looking ahead, let's take a look. Let's dive in. Let's see what to expect here. As uh, looking at ESPN right now, the Dodgers currently don't have a starting pitcher listed. So that might be an interesting thing. But speaking of veterans that the Rockies need tonight and a veteran that has a lot of experience against the Dodgers, the, this one is going to start with Kyle Freeland. Let's talk about that coming up in segment number two or three. This is the Locked On Rockies podcast. We're free and streaming on your favorite streaming service, bringing you your daily Colorado Rockies talk right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, where you can find your team every day. You can also find us on SiriusXM and the SiriusXM app. Just search Colorado Rockies or Locked On Rockies. Take it to where you need to go. Um, I feel I feel bad being a downer, but I mean, where where are you supposed to feel like? I am curious. Please tell me in the in the live chat. Tell me in the comments. Tell me in the in the feedback. You can tweet at me. I mean, how can you feel anything but frustrated right now? Yes, you win the series against L.A., but you have the franchise loss, and then your division rival just can, comes in and continues to kick you right in the mouth. I mean, I, I, I can't even sit here and feel confident that the Rockies will even get the lucky baseball bounce to beat the Dodgers. But... If they are, it's going to come uh, off of a strong start from Kyle Freeland here. What we talked about last night and what we talked about yesterday is the, uh, for the key to the success for the Rockies. Uh, well, we saw what they couldn't do, which was give up long balls and uh, let their pitcher go deep, uh, let their starting pitcher go deep into the game. Clayton Kershaw no hits the Rockies for a significant part of the game, and uh, the Rockies are unable to prevent the Dodgers from leaving the yard. This is where Kyle Freeland has to excel today. His, his location and his pitch selection has to be key, and he has to hit his spots. This lineup, this professional lineup, is, is does too much damage and is way too familiar with Kyle Freeland to allow him uh, uh, really a lot of mistakes. The Dodgers and the great teams will punish the mistakes. So the Rockies have to limit them. And just like we saw in the ninth inning yesterday, they got to get to that bullpen. That bullpen is susceptible to mistakes. How are you going to sneak away and squeak out some wins against the Dodgers? You got to get to that bullpen. And that starts with good quality at bats and building up something a little bit more into this game so the Dodgers just can't clomp down and chomp their jaws on you. The Rockies were just well within the grip of L.A. in that entire game last night. Not No real opportunities to do much until it was far too late in the game. And then when you have those situations that you can clutch up, you got to to be better if you are hey bases loaded back-to-back -back walks opportunities in the ninth i know you're down five and it's unlikely but it's got to start going station to station it's got to it's got to be there's where the clutch offense there's where all the offense issues there's where the lack of slugging and obp there's where the lack of home runs all comes full circle right there especially in those key moments when a team is rolling when a team is feeling good and confident that's a moment the, light, the, the, the switch changes on your season because you make the Dodgers blow that five-run lead in the ninth and you steal an absolute crazy thriller of a win even though you're being no hit before. It's about you got to play a better game. You have to play better baseball and you have to get more from your veteran players. Tough to see Tovar go down on strikes there in the ninth. I mean, all that stuff, but... There are guys that have been in the league, and there are guys that the Rockies are counting on that have not stepped up. And that's the big theme for our episode today. Simply, clearly, plainly put, the Colorado Rockies veterans need to step up and need to be better. Or else, 
their futures are completely up in the air. Not only with the Rockies, but Crone, Profar, these type of guys. They got questions about, about the future for them if they don't start picking things up. Folks, that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Rockies. Kyle Freeland on the bump tonight for the Rockies. Uh, ESPN does not have a listed pitcher for the Dodgers yet, so we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, we got, what is that, first pitch at uh, 640 Mountain Time tonight if you want to check that out uh, as well. Uh, but thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Thank you to Baseball Pig, Lux, Ace, Nicholas, Delvo for chiming in on the live chat. Let me know where you're feeling, how you're feeling about the Colorado Rockies in the comments on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the Locked on Rockies YouTube channel. Join us and hang out there. Be part of the show. Thank you for making us your first listen of the day. Go check out the Locked on Avalanche, Locked on Nuggets, Locked on Buffs, and Locked on Broncos podcast for more Colorado sports coverage. And folks, until next time, this is Paul Holden saying so long from the Locked on Rockies podcast.